Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Welcome to the Insomnia Project. Sit back, relax, and listen as we have a conversation about the mundane. One thing that we can promise is that our conversation will be less than fascinating so that you can feel free to drift off. You can feel free to listen to the entire episode if you'd like. You can feel free to rate us on iTunes or Stitcher or wherever you listen. But just feel free to listen and enjoy. Thank you for joining us we do hope you will listen and sleep. I am your host, Marco Timpano. Joining me in the studio is a voice you may remember. It's my dear friend, Daniel Krolik. Daniel, welcome back. Hey, Marco. Thank you so much for coming in. Anytime. And I know it's a cold one. You came in. It's better today than than it was a few days ago. Okay. So I think we're slowly acclimatizing to this uh, early, early frost. One thing that warms a lot of people is our topic for today. Mm-hmm. And we're going to talk about the sock, or socks, I should say. Yeah, so, they usually come in multiples. It's it's usually not the sock. It depends how many feet you have, I guess. Oh, that's a good point. Yeah. That's a very good point. But uh, let me ask you, how important are your socks? They're pretty vital. And to be honest, there are some pairs because sometimes I splurge, you know, sometimes you, sometimes you find yourself at a winner's or at a bay and, and, and you look and you say, oh, they're six men's socks for 12 bucks and it's a good deal and you snap them up. And sometimes you're at a specialty store, you're out of town, you're at a boutique and you see this gorgeous, fun, funky pair of socks and they're like, I don't know. 10 bucks or $50 and you're like, okay, I'm going to treat myself. I'm going to splurge. So often I'll be going through my sock drawer and I'll be, I'll be throwing, uh, I'll be throwing old socks away. And sometimes I'll come across a pair and I'm like, I can't, I just can't. Fair. But I, I can't even wear them. They'll be beyond wearing. Okay. Uh, there's one pair that I bought years ago, Mm -hmm. uh, when my dad came to visit me in Toronto to see a show. And we were walking along Queen West, and uh, we bought matching pairs of, of socks, and uh, they had, like, a big kraken on it. Oh, really? Like a kraken like a, coming out of the water. Like a like a, like a, like a squid beast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. Um, and I can't wear them anymore, but I don't want to throw them away. Okay. 
because they're so thin and threadbare, but I can't because it's such, you know, it's such, they're so cool and sure. there's a little bit of an attachment. Can you frame them? Uh, uh, oh, I, I don't know. I mean, I could. You sure. can frame anything, of you course. know. But I don't know if I want people to come to my apartment and, see. and me having to go through this whole uh, Megillah as it were, sure. of why I frame socks on my wall. Well, here's the thing. You could frame it and put it in your closet so no one sees it but you. Oh, It's okay. kind of a closet-appropriate. Sure. Kind of, of like, kind of like what they did with the first wife in Jane Eyre when there's like the crazy first wife in the attic. Oh, I see. Yeah, there yeah, you yeah. go. I was also uh, – I was in New York very briefly over the summer and uh, every time I'm there, I go to the Strand bookstore. Uh, which is sort of like the Broadway in, I think, 12th maybe. Okay. Um, and I just lose myself for a few hours in the bookstore. Uh, but when I was there, they had an entire wall of specialty socks. Oh, cool. Yeah, like specialty Broadway socks? Book-themed. Oh, book-themed. It's, the, it's, a, it's a massive bookstore. Um, so they had a full wall of, of book-themed socks. So um, there I got a couple of pairs for myself, and they were obviously overpriced and souvenir Sure. But, you know. Can you tell us what's on them? Uh, yeah, I got one of King Kong on the Empire State Building. Okay. And he was reading a book while the planes were flying around. Amazing. Uh, and and the other one uh, I got, and it, it had like the sampler font. Like it looked like it was stitched on an old-timey sampler. Okay. And it said, I am silently judging your grandmother. Amazing. Yeah. So great. Uh, for our listeners who are like, what's the Bay? What's Winners? Those are stores. Oh, they're here. Canadian yes, stores. There you go. Yes. Um, winners, so, winners is on par with TJ Maxx? I think so. I guess. I think I, if you're in the yeah. in the U.S., TJ Maxx would be uh, a equivalent, and, and the, the Bay and, Marks and Spencers would be the equivalent to the Bay oh, in the U.K. Would you say? Uh, I would say in the U.K. Well, Marks and yeah. Spencers in the U.K. or maybe like a. Do they still have JC Penney's in the states? Well, I'm thinking of my U.K. listeners. Yeah. Oh, okay. On how how to because you know. What will often happen when you have a podcast is you make local references and then you make references to the Absolutely. next big place, yeah. which is the U.S. market. But you're like – but I look at my listeners and I've got them all over the world. Terrific. So I don't know what the the South Pacific, South Pacific uh, Australia, New Zealand – But I would say the, the Bay, if you're if you're listening and if you're American I, – I, I said JCPenney, but I think I'm wrong. I would say maybe just a Macy's. Sure. Yeah. Sure. What about – your everyday socks. Uh, well, what am I wearing? I don't even know what I'm wearing. Well, those are fancy. You know what? These I actually bought in TJ Maxx in Vermont. Okay. Speaking yeah. of which. Yeah. So I bought uh, I bought a bunch of pairs. I guess I was in Vermont, I don't know, maybe a year ago. Mm-hmm. So I bought a bunch of pairs. These might be Ben Sherman. I don't know how fancy they are. Well, they've but... got a paisley design on mm-hmm. them. I think they're kind of fancy. I Okay. So I've got my everyday socks, which I usually buy at Costco. They're just like a, a gray tube sure. sock. Yeah. Um, they're always great for... Everyday activities. And I do have some fancy socks. And when I say fancy socks, you know, they have designs on them. I have one with... Sequin? Do you have sequin socks? No, I wish I did. Michael Jackson's sequin socks. How great would that be? But I I don't think they'd be comfortable. Well, they'd be on the outside. So you wouldn't feel them against your skin. I guess. I guess. But there aren't things made of sequins kind of rigid no matter how... Yeah, I mean, you're talking to somebody who... Doesn't really wear much sequins, sure. so I don't. I I can't really speak from experience, okay. and, and maybe that's on me. Maybe I should be wearing more. Well, I have a sweet sequence vest. Oh, that I took from a show that I was in. Okay. So it's what a show. Do you remember? It was in, yeah. It was Tony and Tina's wedding. Sure, and it was the it was the vest that one character wore. I shouldn't say this because any of my friends. We all kind of coveted this particular vest, Anyone, but it's been closed for years. It's been closed so, for years. Yeah. 
but it has a uh, leopard skin kind of design in sequence. Marco, yeah. you've been holding out. I, yeah. I know I'm going to need it. Have you ever have you ever had occasion to wear it since since you took it? No, but I've had people request it and I've told them no. Mm-hmm. It's just too precious. Like I've had somebody say, oh, can I just have it for my show? I'm like, no. Yeah, no, I Sorry. understand. I've lost things that way. Yeah, you can't. Like certain things where it's like I'm not going to find a replacement for this. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if you're going to treat it with the respect it deserves. Which – was it the videographer character? No, it was the um, – it was uh, the person who hosted the party at his establishment. Oh, okay. It was okay. It was Vinny. Was, was so you played – you ended up – because I know you played multiple I characters. Pl- I show. played that for a while, but it actually was worn by a friend of mine much longer than, than – it really should have gone to him. Do I know this friend? Yes, you do. Okay. Um, Did your friend want it? Uh, that I don't know. It was never – it was never – I think it was going to go into the – wardrobe, whatever you call it, storage, right? Mm-hmm. And I feel it was going to go to storage. And I didn't think it would uh, – storage would keep it for that long. So I was like, you know what? I'll just take it until someone asks. Yeah. Well, no one's asked and now it's I mine. I did that. I've done that. Um, the most recent and, – and I think now we might be on the topic of taking your costumes. Yeah, sure. Which is something that I think um, – I don't know anybody who doesn't want to because, you know, if you're working on a professional – Production, you have somebody who is 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 custom fitting right something for your for your frame, you know yeah. actually, I did a play in Thunder Bay uh, going on two years ago, okay, and I took my socks from it. Oh, there you go. yeah, I did. and um uh, Thunder Bay is is not too far away uh, from Minnesota. So our costume designer went on a weekend uh, to Duluth, Minnesota, mm-hmm. while we were in rehearsals. Um, and apropos of nothing, we didn't even. Oh, I did wear mine in the show. Uh, she bought myself and uh, the other actor in the show. She bought us both socks, and um, I have these adorable rubber ducky socks oh, from the run of my show. Cool. And again, I'm not wearing them anymore sure. because they're just starting to fray. So, yeah. so I'm sort of keeping them in my drawer. Um, Thunder Bay, what a great, great place. I love Thunder Bay. I love the art scene and I love the theater that they bring up. You there. know what I do? I, I, I hope I'm back there. Yeah. I had a really, I had a really special time there. So mm-hmm. I do hope that I'm back there. Now, here's something I did with, because I had a lot of t-shirts when I was traveling that I really adored, but I was no longer wearing or they had, you know, they just get to a point where yeah. you can't wear them yeah, anymore, yeah, yeah. but I couldn't get rid of them. I'm the same way. It's like, what do I do with these T-shirts? And they would have like, you know, a fun – like I had one from Martha's Vineyard that had a mermaid on it. But it wasn't like – I know it sounds a little bit corny, but it was a cool-looking mermaid emblem. Is this from your youth or is this from your adulthood? No, this is my adulthood. When I was working on ships and we would port in different cities, I would buy something. And in – what's it, Martha? No, it was um, Bar Harbor, Maine. And I love Bar Harbor. Oh, I've been to Bar Harbor as, love, a, as a child. Yeah, I love yeah. Bar Harbor. I would love, based on Bar Harbor, I would like to explore more of Maine. Have you been? Have you been to a lot of places in Maine? Uh, not a lot. I I remember going to Algonquin as a child, but this summer, uh, my family went to Old Orchard Beach. And how was? And that's in Maine. Yes, it was. Uh, it's fun. It's it's very much just sort of like a midway boardwalk okay. in town. So there's. Um, and I say this with complete fondness, sure, um, because it's just you know uh, amusement park rides and and fried food, sure, and kitschy souvenir, or totally, yeah, 
totally. Um, so in terms of like a classy, you know, a, a classy lobster dinner experience, it sure. might not be the ideal location, but it has a gorgeous beach, uh, very walkable, tons and tons of families, a gorgeous boardwalk. Um, culturally, there wasn't anything to sort of pique your interest. That you found. Uh, that I found. Fair. Yes. But, um, you know, we – there was a – there was a wonder the, – the best lobster place that we had was just the the place that was geographically the closest to us, the best lobster rolls that we had on oh, that trip. Oh, man. And you value, like my wife Amanda, a good lobster Well, roll. that's the thing. I was raised uh, – I wasn't raised strictly kosher. Right. But I was raised in a house where we had a, two sets of dishes, where we had a meat set and a dairy set. Sure. Um, and my mother did not bring non-kosher meat into the house. Fair. Um, when we would eat out, we would eat out. Uh, non-kosher, but I basically I grew up not eating uh, pork or shellfish, um, and now that I'm left to my own devices, I will always default to some kind of seafood. There you go. Always, always. That's awesome. Um, back to my sweater from Bar Harbor. Sure. Oh, uh, sure. My, no, yeah. no, it's not. Trust me. I we weave, weave and veer, and I'm the one who has to remember to go back. Otherwise, our listeners are like. But you started to I talk. I can't wait to hear about your sweater. <laughs> so this mermaid. I feel like I've been waiting so long. So no matter what you're going to say is going to underwhelm. But go ahead. I also had a T-shirt. Let me just say this as sure. well because it's going gonna, it's gonna to involve these T-shirts. I purchased this T-shirt in southern Italy at a laundromat. And the reason I – You bought the T-shirt at a laundromat? Yeah. It was a, la- okay. it was a public laundromat. And they had T-shirts because the laundromat was called – E. Jefferson's laundromat, lavanderia, right? Was it a, was it a Jefferson's-themed laundromat, no, like the TV show? But it was in reference to the Jeffersons because if you remember, George Jefferson owned dry cleaners, right? Right. So right. you had to sort of put these things together because if you saw the T-shirt and didn't speak Italian, you wouldn't understand. You would just think, oh, Jefferson's. It was a, something advertising Jefferson's, right? But – if you were Italian, the only way you'd understand the T-shirt is if you watched the television show The Jeffersons in Italian to figure out that he owned a dry cleaning business, but this was a laundromat. But Sherman so, Helmsley wasn't on the T-shirt. No, it just said E. Jeffersons. That's so e, funny. Uh, e meaning the letter I, yeah. which is which translates to the or plural Jeffersons, right? It's not even correct because – George Jefferson was his name, but they called it E. Jefferson. So in other words, they called it the Jeffersons in Italian. So you had to make all these conclusions to figure it re- to figure out the meaning behind it. So, uh, I, I mean, I've never been to Italy, but, but like American TV shows made its way over and yes. found. Yeah. Okay. So they, they, they would – you would – the big television series, for example, The Bold and the Beautiful in Italy is huge. But they just called it Beautiful. So if you – it would be 20 minutes in the afternoon when you're having lunch, Beautiful would air on Italian television. And because a lot of people go home for lunch, they would watch during their lunch Beautiful or as we know it, The Bold and The Beautiful. Mm-hmm. So when I would go to Italy to visit friends and family, they would ask me, Marco, what's going on on Beautiful? And I'd be like, I, I don't understand what you mean. On the television show, Beautiful. And I'm like – I don't think we have a show called Beautiful. And then I watched it with them. And I'm like, oh, this is that soap opera. I think it's it's called The Bold and the Beautiful. But they would ask me specific questions because they knew we were four or five months 
in advance to what they were seeing sure. by the time it got translated or uh, dubbed. The Bulls and the Beauty. I'm trying to. I know it was a spinoff of Young and the Restless. I remember Ridge and Stephanie. Sally. Sally was a big part of that show for Italian. Sally. Okay. I wish I could remember her name. Sally Strick. I don't. She owned the. Um, I think they had fashion. A fashion. Yeah. Uh, okay. Um, it's funny that you bring that up. I just finished watching a wonderful show on Netflix called Stissel, okay. which is an Israeli drama about the ultra, ultra orthodox community. Oh, wow. So it's this community that is completely sequestered, completely mm-hmm. cut off from uh, secular culture. And in one of the plot threads, um, the, the the main character's grandmother moves into a home, moves into a nursing home. But this is a woman who had – she's 80-something years old and her entire life has been uh, very cloistered, very orthodox. And she gets a TV in her room in the home and she starts watching The Bold and the Beautiful. <laughs> but this is a woman who has never seen a television program in her life, doesn't – can't can't understand sure. that these are actors reading dialogue and and you know so she becomes um embroiled in all of the drama and she starts you know praying for these uh, for oh, these people and praying for their struggles oh my goodness um i thought it was a documentary at first when you were describing it uh no but but no. Uh, th- then when you when you when this part came up what a, i can't wait to watch it it sounds great. It's it's unlike, and it's funny. Uh, I just recorded. I just recorded an episode uh, of my own podcast. Oh, that's right. I'm sorry I didn't mention it. Don't but be please, sorry. Please. please. No, you've talked about it before. Uh, and uh, I I brought this television program up on uh, the episode that we were recording mm-hmm. on last night. That podcast, if you haven't uh, listened to it yet, is called Bad Gay Movies or Bitchy Gay Men BGM. BGM yes, and it is. Fantastic. I'm a huge fan of it. And it is a podcast for everyone. Just in case you're listening and saying, oh, it it might not speak to me. It speaks to you. You don't need to be gay or bitchy. But it helps. But it helps. (laughs) I'm kidding. I I love it. Um, I wanted to say that years later, I worked with someone who was on the show, The Bold and the Beautiful. Oh, my goodness. Yes. Jeff Tracta. I can picture him. Okay. I totally know who he is. Yeah. So he worked on the cruise ships with us as as a performer. As a, as a performer, he had his own one man show. Did, did did he sing or tell he, jokes? What he, did he do? All of the above. It was kind of cabaret. It was uh, it catered to a specific audience, but it was open to everyone. And um, he was a lovely gentleman. I asked him. I said, "What was it like for you on Bold and the Beautiful?" And he's like, "It was fantastic." And I said, "Did you know that you guys were huge in Italy?" He goes, "Did we know?" We were so big in Italy that they moved the show there for a week. Um, like part of the part of the plot was they had to go to Italy for whatever, I guess, a fashion thing. And he goes, and he goes, I have never been treated. He goes, it was like we were royalty. He goes, I can't even tell you. I think I remember these episodes okay. from when I would watch it as maybe a, a high schooler. I think I remember those episodes. I didn't realize you watched The Bold and the Beautiful. Um, uh, not not frequently. I would watch Days of Our Lives pretty regularly okay. in the in the mid nineties. Uh, a little bit of Young and the Restless and a little bit of Bold and the Beautiful. Okay, but not. I mean, if I if I had a if I had a day off from if I had like a pedagogical day from school or sure. if I was sick, um, 
so not with any regularity, but on on occasion. Yeah. Wow. So I, okay. I, I'm I'm a little bit familiar with okay, the characters fair. and the stories. I mean, you also know quite a bit about the world of television, film, <laughs> sure. uh, and and books and whatnot. Sure. So it doesn't surprise me, is what I'm trying to say. Um, but he was just saying how well they were treated. He goes, and it was he goes, it was great because he goes, I love Italy, I love Italian food, and he goes, and I felt like I was a bit of a hero there. But back to my shirt. So this is what yes. I did with these shirts. I love them, but I knew they were taking up too much room and I just had to part with them. So what I did was I took a photo of them and put them on my Facebook. So Mm -hmm. anytime I need to see them, I can go to Facebook and find them. That is what I did uh, in the the house that I grew up in in Montreal. Uh, This was quite some years ago where I threw out uh, some old things. I threw out some old board games and some sure. old magazines and some old things that I had from university that ended up at my mother's. Of course. So I did take some pictures of of the things that I was I was getting rid of, and I do have those on my phone. Great. So yes. So that's what I did. So anyone who needs to part with something and they don't know how, as Daniel did mm-hmm. with the things in his childhood home in Montreal, and as I did with some key T-shirts, uh, take photos and put them on. Someplace That's where you a great idea, Marco. Back to socks. Yes. Have you ever worn compression socks? No, I've never had the need so far. I probably will. Okay, but... I'm going to tell you this. Whether you have the need or not, get yourself a pair of compression socks. Because if you go on a trip an hour or two hours, whether it be in the car or on a plane, and okay. you wear compression socks, when you get to your destination and remove them, your feet will feel amazing. That has been my experience. I had no idea. Yeah. I, my mother-in-law bought them for, for Christmas for me one year. And I was like, okay, I guess she thinks I'm really old or she thinks I need compression socks. She's like, I wear them and I swear by them. And since she has, I wear them and I swear by them. And anyone who I've told who've purchased them will usually email me or let me know that oh, they've been so great. I would never think of getting compression yeah. socks. Wow. Be- because they're often associated with people who have an ailment that yes. require compression socks. But I think they're for anyone who is going to be traveling. I don't know what it does, but it keeps – I don't know what it does to make you feel better once you take them off. But I've noticed a huge difference when I travel with compression socks. Are they good if you're sightseeing and if you're spending the entire day on your feet? Great question. So if I'm spending the entire day standing, let's say, especially on concrete, Mm -hmm. I will wear them because I know my feet will be sore and tired afterwards. So I would say anytime you're going to be standing or using your feet, not in a sports type capacity, because I don't know if they're good for, I don't know if they're good for physical activity, but for standing and not doing physical activity or sitting for long periods of time, in particular on Floors that are not um, that don't have give like wooden floors. I would recommend using interesting compression, compression socks. That's good to know. Uh, speaking of sports socks, what kind of sports socks do you like to use when you're doing physical activity? Uh, I wear ankle socks. You wear ankle socks. Yes. Which reminds me, I I do, and I wear them. I'm not big on sandals or flip flops, so even during the summer, I'll wear a pair of sneakers okay. uh, with with ankle socks. But if I if I do go to the gym, I'll wear ankle socks. Ankle socks, I see their function, and I can appreciate it when it's really hot. And I and I enjoy them aesthetically as well. Oh, you do? I do. They drive me a bit crazy. Why? 
I find them hard to fold and keep in your closet so that they stay or in your drawers to to stay together. I I don't roll my socks into each other. I don't know if you do that. I do. Yeah, I don't do that anymore. Okay. Because I was told it wrecks the stretch of the, the, the Oh. Yeah, so I try to just place them together and give them the Marie Kondo roll. Oh. Yeah. Maybe I should start doing that. Maybe the socks that I spoke of earlier that I'm sentimental about, maybe they would have lasted longer. Yeah, because you'll stretch the elasticity of the part mm-hmm. that – oh, it has a, it has a, it has a name because I, I had someone on the show and she was telling us about when she knits socks and how you start with the heel or you start oh, – the turn. There's a, there's a term for that part of the sock. I can't remember. Okay. I didn't uh, know that. And I haven't seen the Marie Kondo special. I, I read the book. Her on I read the book. Okay. And she talks, if I recall correctly, that your socks take such a beating every day from you wearing them. Absolutely. Why not let them rest when you're not wearing them and not let them take a beating? So okay. don't fold them in on you do what you want. You do what works for you. But that's what I've been doing. I do want to bring up a scene in a movie from last year. This okay. is on topic. Uh from You Saw a Star is Born. Yes, I did. Yeah. There was a scene in the movie where um, – Is this a spoiler? Should we just say spoiler alert? I don't think so. Okay. I don't think so. And the movie has been out for a long time mm-hmm. now uh, where there was a young manager who came to visit uh, Allie, the Lady Gaga character. And this was sort of on her ascent and, and the Bradley Cooper character was, was on his way down. And he's awkwardly waiting in, in a room with, uh, with Bradley Cooper waiting to see uh, Allie. And they're making awkward small talk, and uh, the money manager is wearing ankle socks, and or the 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 hip manager is wearing sure. ankle socks, and and Bradley Cooper says, "Oh, I thought only women wore those types of socks," and that's something that has irked me ever since I've seen the movie, and I don't think of ankle socks as being worn exclusively by women. No, neither do I. I see them as. Uh, socks that are worn primarily when you're doing physical activity or when it's hot outside. Or if you're wearing shorts. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Um, but according to the Bradley Cooper character in A Star is Born, ankle socks are a very feminine thing to wear. I see. Which, personally, that has never occurred to me. Well, all I'll say is attitudes like that, mm-hmm. much like the character in the Di- movie. Much, they, they just die. <laughs> they just okay. die. Well, that going. might be a spoiler for your audience, Marco. <laughs> okay, sorry. Sorry about that if I ruined the movie for you. But it has had three incarnations. Yes. So, you know, I think that's that's been around. You know, one last sock thing before we Please. end this episode is when you don't know what to give as a gift, a pair of fancy socks. Okay. Because I bought my wife last year an advent calendar of socks so that every I don't oh, that's so cute. Yeah, I don't remember how advent calendars work. I think it's like December first all the way to the twenty fourth or something. You're asking the wrong person. Fair enough. But for Hanukkah, so it's what eight days of Hanukkah, right? Yes. You could do a Hanukkah uh, advent sock kind of thing. I don't know what you. It wouldn't be called advent, obviously, but. What it was was like this wooden box, and every day she would punch a hole in it and remove a pair of socks, and she'd have socks. She would punch a hole out of rage? No, I, well, no, you didn't have to punch a hole, but like, you know, sometimes you, you kind of have to, it's perforated. Okay, because but... I, I'm just picture <laughs> you making Amanda so angry for, for 24 days, and she just has no choice but to, but to punch a hole in the well, advent calendar. That might be a great business you and I can start. Rage socks, where you have like a thing of a wooden box, and you just punch a hole, and at the end of it, you get a pair of socks. 
I mean, they have you know they have the rage rooms yeah. where you can go into a padded room and just and just throw things around and get everything out of your system. So that's not a bad idea. Let me know if you would purchase Crolic Tempano rage socks because maybe we'll start that business up. So. Okay, we'll we'll uh, we'll, we'll discuss. Ball, we'll workshop. Right, sure. Um, I do want to uh, before before we leave. I do yes. also want to bring up the John Lovett sketch from Saturday Night Live. Do you remember the Hanukkah Harry sketch? Yes, of course. Yeah. Yeah. And as and the joke was was Hanukkah is not as exciting as Christmas. Sure. So John Lovett's bought these poor kids um, socks, like eight socks to a pack. Sure. Well, there you go. We could even theme it with something like okay. that. Okay, so so when you talk about uh, getting socks for Christmas and holidays, right. I go my mind goes to the uh, Hanukkah Harry character from mm-hmm. Saturday Night Live. Fair enough, and the disappointment of receiving. Would you be disappointed yeah. if you received socks on your birthday or on a special occasion? But again, if if there are special socks yeah. or customized socks, I would. Uh, I, I would welcome it because uh, – and again, like I talked about going to the Strand earlier. Sure. And I had my friend Jonathan who was feeding my cat while I was away. So I got him a few pairs of the of the special socks at the bookstore. Yeah. So, it's no, unique. Yeah. I, I wouldn't recommend getting kids socks for occasions because they're not going to appreciate it. Um, I would have been upset as a kid if I got socks for Christmas. Yeah. I mean unless if they're particularly, you know, particularly artistic or particularly personal um, but no, I would. I think I would avoid that. Yeah. Fair enough. Well, Daniel, thank you so much for doing the sock episode with me. This has actually been an episode that was request, requested by one of our listeners. Oh, anytime you want to sock it to me, there I will sock go. it to you right back. Listen for Daniel because we're going to do an episode on Glenn Close. And we're going to do an episode on some of his favorite authors. Pardon me if I if I get too excited during that one. I'll try to keep it measured as okay. best I can. Until then, we hope you listen and sleep.